0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: Welcome to the Hockey Town West podcast. Here to talk all things Griffins, Firebirds, and Walleye are your hosts, Nick Harrington and Brandon Cook. Friday night.
0: It is Friday night. I was like, what happened Friday night? No, it is Friday night. Oh, oh boy.
1: Yeah. what well, a long week. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's been a long month.
0: It's only the third? <laughs> it's the third.
1: I had to Friday. double check that, too.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Man, it's been a long two weeks. My end of the month is always crazy. Your beginning of the month is always crazy, and then the Griffins decided to play a Wednesday game.
0: Yeah. that was uh, It was something, and my furnace went out during the game, so that was fun.
1: Nobody probably had that on their bingo card for this year. Whose furnace was going to go out first, yours or mine?
0: Well, yours just got replaced. So, like, <laughs> I figured. But mine's not even more than a year old either. So. That's weird. They wired something wrong. Oh. Well, a, a switch that shuts the system off if it gets wet. Yeah. Like, if there's a flood or something like that. Yep. Was mounted near a spot where the AC condenser drips.
1: <laughs> You've had a, an interesting year in this apartment. Lots of fun stuff. Yeah, you had bees. You had bees. You had the furnace going out. I've had other stuff too. You had, I can't keep track. Yeah, of this you point. had like a smoke thing, right? The what? Yeah, like a smoke thing. Is the oh. smoker incident? Oh yeah. Yeah. And you had multiple deliveries from the same Domino's guy in one night. So oh my it was Yeah, just... we don't
0: need to talk about that <laughs> on this podcast.
1: Oh, buddy. What are we going to talk about on this podcast today, Brandon? Um, probably hockey, because we're the
0: Hockey Town West podcast, and I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. And I'm Nick. So, yeah, the Griffins played a Wednesday night game, which we really didn't know how to process our recording schedule with. Yeah. With our work schedule. Particularly yours on Wednesday, really. <laughs> I'm not, not going to blame you, but, like, you're the guy that we don't ever know what time he's going to get out of work on a Wednesday. We don't really
1: know where I'm at on any day. <laughs> Especially we... the last, like,
0: that's the day... That was the last day of the month? No. Tuesday was the last day of the month. That was the first. So, yeah, you're still cleaning up from the end of the month.
1: And I'm doing the only deals of the whole day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. So, yeah, we really didn't know where to throw this episode in. And then Thursday, I had a lot to do with work. And Friday, I still did, too. But we found time because at least I can watch the walleye play right now while we're doing this.
1: Yeah. I promise
0: I won't get too distracted. Currently they're up one or no they're down one nothing no yep, they one are down muscle. one nothing I'm not
1: used to saying that no no we're not we're not <laughs> especially at home so wait before we get into it catch your non alcoholic yeah all right so this was our revenge game because this game we played them at home uh yeah on that f- Friday yeah Friday and we the, had the puck incident the
0: puck incident happened. So we go to Cleveland, where we assume their fans don't throw pucks on the ice. Um, but we wish. Hoping they had. for a we, little revenge.
1: We wish they had.
0: Right, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it, never mind. Um, yeah, so they head down to Cleveland, hoping for a revenge game, and it was it was a game.
1: It was a game. I got so, home near the second.
0: Yeah, so I I watched the whole game between. My furnace repair guy being there. I think he thought I was a little rude because he'd be, like, explaining something to me and I'm on my iPad trying to clip a goal or something. Not even paying attention to him. That's a nice goal, Toledo. Way to go. Is that Mr. Bliss? No. Oh, Grisik. Yep. Yep. Um, but anyways, before this Griffins game happened, uh, there was some reinforcements. Oh, he nice. asked. There was a fish on the ice. Nice. Probably a walleye. That would make sense. <laughs> um... So, no, the Griffins got reinforcements in the form of Jonathan Bergeron was back uh, from Detroit, and Mr. Carter Mazur was removed from IR with Detroit and assigned to Grand Rapids. And going into this game, I was like, oh, that's pretty quick when we were told he'd be practicing in a couple weeks weeks ago. Um, And here he is. He's playing the game.
1: Yeah, they're getting sneaky with these guys coming off of injury quicker than what they... We're led to believe because even like,
0: Bob said it's quicker than what most people wanted
1: really?
0: from what he from uh, from the outside, not on the inside. Are you kidding me? He's a rink rat, he's he want he wanted to be out there probably weeks ago, yeah. But yeah, and then uh, also, Zarnick was supposedly assigned to us, but I think it was a paper move.
1: And that's what I'm seeing here. Is I believe it was just paper. I have his jersey already in a bag. With paperwork saying that's coming back to me, ready to go for the game on Friday. And my guess is he will not be there.
0: That's the whole saga of this podcast at this point. Will Nick's
1: Darnick <laughs> jersey from an auction last season ever actually get signed? It's like, oh, Evan on the winged wheel trying to get that uh... Steve Ott jersey signed. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Steve Ott situation handled. You,
0: you're dealing <laughs> with the same thing. All right, so let's dive into this game here. So, yeah, we get into this game here. It starts off fine. Um, I, I don't really have complaints about how the Griffins came out and started this game. Uh, they definitely started better than what we've seen recently. And, you know, there was more shots on goal. Defense was tight. Passing was a little bit better. Not perfect, but it was better. And then, 6 minutes, 53 seconds in the game, Mr. Gattinger gets his third of the season with Berge getting an assist. Beautiful pass by him um, to set this one up. And, hey, 6 minutes in, the Griffins are up one nothing. I'm happy. Very happy with that.
1: 13 shots in the first period, too. I mean, that's that's a huge change from what we've seen. Yeah, to Cleveland 7
0: yeah. at the end of this. But that wasn't it
1: for the first, though, because 16 minutes, 27
0: seconds in, my least favorite Cleveland monster, Trey Fix-Wolansky. If I could go back into our episodes last year, I wonder how many times we said his name because uh, I I don't like him for any particular reason besides the fact that he scores a lot of goals on us. So he got that goal assisted by Chennikoff and Christensen, tie game going into the second period. Again, not bad. Good shot count at the end of the second period. Uh Mr. Costa got the start in this game, playing extremely well in the first. No complaints for me. You didn't get to see the first, so you don't have an opinion on it at all.
1: Nope. Yeah, uh, numbers look good. Yep. So something <laughs> Berge with an assist. You could have imagined. Gattinger's coming in hot, yeah. which is good.
0: Uh and the one thing I'll point out cuz it's important for this uh this game there was one penalty called in the first, and it was on Cleveland. Remember that for later. Yeah. So we get to the second period here. Seven minutes, 26 seconds in. Chinnikoff gets his second of the season. Fixed gets an assist on that. It's power play goal. Cleveland takes the 2-1 lead. But uh, 16 minutes, 48 seconds into the second, Simon Edmondson gets his third of the season. Assisted by Lombardi and Soderblom. Loved seeing that. Yes, a little short side shot from
1: Simon. Really nice goal. I was screaming because I was like, "Ammo, shoot the puck!" I All do, I wanted him to do, we'll get there. I wanted him to shoot <laughs> that, and then he passes over to Simon, and Simon puts it in the net. I'm like, "Okay, I can take that too."
0: Yep, um, I, I definitely took that. Simon again, it's a player we probably shouldn't have down here, given the situation in Detroit. Though we do, so let's take advantage of it. And I mean, he's been playing really well, and. Uh, We'll point out he didn't get a penalty in this game. So, good job, Simon.
1: It's like he's listening. I know, right?
0: It's like they're listening. Then, before the second ends, though, 18 minutes, 20 second mark, Chennikoff gets his second of the game. And what do you know? Fix gets the assist on that, too, as well as Blinkenberg. uh, Another power play goal. So, end of the second. In that period, Cleveland had 15 shots to Grand Rapids as five. You might ask how that happens.
1: I can tell you. Because Bob or Bob can tell you. Bob Gazer could tell you too. Because Bob would not stop like talking about it during the intermission. Because it was facts. Yeah. It, he he was fired up about this for the entire intermission. That's all he would talk about. And he apologized about it, but he was still mad about it. <laughs> right. I mean, even he pointed
0: out in his younger days, he would complain about the officiating a lot. And he's definitely said some things in the past where you're like, oh, probably shouldn't have said that, but he did. Um, and he, he's been much more calm on that, but I'm going to 100% stand by him here and agree that that was the worst period of hockey I've seen for officiating probably in the last 10 years.
1: We had five penalties called five. against us.
0: Five Almost a sixth, but it didn't end up a delay game. So, five freaking penalties in this period. In Cleveland,
1: pe- none. And people were, like, the fans were jumping on it too. Like, you know, Bob was right. Bob, <laughs> what he's saying like the the it was calls were so right. bad.
0: I clipped one thing in the second period there. <laughs> yeah. And I said, find the missed calls here. And there's an obvious one at the end, and there's one if you're not if you're watching the puck, you miss it. Because McIsaac gets absolutely beaten into the boards right next to the referee. Literally head first into the boards, next to the ref. No call. He's hurt. I, well, he got back up, but he looked hurt. And then puck gets passed up the ice, cross gets it at center ice, gets taken down there, gets tripped. Yeah. It's the most obvious...
1: I went back and watched it. It was, oh, it was a couple times.
0: It was terrible. Like uh-huh. Wallander's trip was a joke. Taro's hooking was not even a hook. Same for Gattinger. Mm, Didier's uh, interference—it mm, was interference. Yeah. And Mazur's interference was a joke. So you come out of this period kind of thankful that you're only down by one after one. You Kosa gets shelled with 15 shots, most of them on the penalty kill. And Pretty good. Yeah, right? Somehow out of this game, Cleveland only goes two for five on the or on the power play. Somehow. Like, it was pure luck for us. But that's all I'll say on officiating. Besides, it was trash. Absolutely horrible. The only Probably other... the
1: worst one of the year so far for us.
0: Well, the crazy part is, you go through the third, after five penalties called in the second, suddenly no penalties called in the third. Until nineteen minutes, five seconds in. Here's your fifty five seconds left. Here's your here's, here's your, your makeup call crap happens. Yeah. <laughs> they finally call a penalty on Cleveland. And what do you know on that power play there with Kosa pulled, in the last .7 seconds of the game, Gettinger gets a second of the night and ties the game.
1: I was scre- I I was screaming with this one in. And replays like the other, the defensive player was trying to clear it and it hit his stick and went into the net. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we like, finally
0: got a lucky bounce. Oh my god, I hope to God this
1: counts and it was in, in time. We finally
0: got a penalty called in our favor. We got a lucky bounce and we tied the game.
1: Now. I'm ecstatic. I'm yeah. Like, let's get this.
0: And then I'm looking at third period stats here before we jump into overtime. And to say that the Griffins weren't trying to fight their way back into this one would be wrong. 13 shots to Cleveland's five. Yeah. So when they're not spending the whole period on the penalty kill, they were out shooting Cleveland by a mile.
1: Yeah. I, this is going to be an interesting series against Cleveland throughout the year. because It will be. We've played them, I mean, both games gone in overtime now. Both games have been decided by a goal. Like it's, they're very evenly matched.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Cleveland's not a bad team. But honestly, it should have been a lot higher scoring on the Grand Rapids side. But Jet Greaves, Cleveland's goaltender, played absolutely out of his mind in this game. Oh my god, the
1: shootout.
0: Yeah. Not even just the shootout. Like, the guy was making big saves the whole game. Like, I remember this goaltender from last year, and he was not what I saw in in this game. We got goalied throughout this game. Yeah. And I don't say that very often in the AHL. It's very rare to get goalied at this level. We got absolutely goalied but let's jump into overtime well nothing happened in overtime besides the griffins had seven shots on goal
1: couldn't pull one in to
0: cleveland's one like that right there tells you like
1: i thought we were jet was
0: jet was playing good hockey he was outstanding goaltending in this game so it goes to the shootout and
1: we start off with elmer
0: start off with elmer i was nervous but it was a really smooth, nice shot. I didn't even see the puck leave the stick. It was just so quick. It just, boom. Yep, right it in. It was in. They Trafix. come at us with trade fix Wolanski and Kosa makes a really nice stop on him. I'm like, ooh, okay. We got something here. one nothing. Now they bring up Taro. Taro tries to go 5-hole on Greaves. Doesn't work. It was an okay attempt. Nothing to write home about. Chennikoff gets out the ice for Cleveland. Gets one pass Kosa. Uh, nothing he could really do there. Once he bit, he bit. Yeah. Um, Bergie gets on the ice. Oh, boy, I was excited for this. Well, me too, and he actually makes a really nice move, and somehow Scorpion-style save from Jet Greaves keeps that frickin' puck out of the net.
1: He needed a little bit more mustard on it.
0: Just a little bit more. <laughs> a little bit more. Was a burger joke there. I know it was. <laughs> I was going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, No, I mean, it was a really nice step by Bergen, but an even better save by Greaves. I can't even argue it. It was really nice. And then...
1: It sucks for us to lose.
0: (laughs) Pitha? Pitha was his name? Mikel Pythia? Pythia? Whatever? Michael. (laughs) Mikel. It's (laughs) Mikel. I don't know. Oh, it comes out for Cleveland. And comes out super wide. Kosa matches it. Makes one wrong move. Kosa bit... Falls forward and he's just able to roof it right over Costa's giant flailing body. <laughs> yeah,
1: not a not a good not a good uh, save attempt.
0: Uh, no, it wasn't that great, but that's that's just, that's how she that's how she goes, man. That's what she will. That's uh that's a, another loss to Cleveland in overtime there this season. Good thing these games don't matter, right? No, every game matters. Oh yeah, yeah. Three stars of the game: Chinenkov, Trey Solansky, and
1: Blankenberg. And Chinnikov, we said, like, they he's hes the real deal. Like, uh, Yeah, he's no joke. He's, he's good. He's very good. And Two he goals got, and assists
0: and a goal in the shootout.
1: He got called up this no, weekend. Yeah. They flipped him and Kent Johnson.
0: Yeah, what the heck? That happened right before we started recording here. Columbus sends Kent Johnston to Cleveland, which if you don't know who he is, look him up. He's a pretty darn good hockey player. He pulled off in his first few games with Cleveland last year, pulled off the Michigan.
1: Yeah. And he played for Michigan. It's so weird. He's been there for a while too. Two thousand one? I think was his draft year. Three years. And then he sent down. Yes. Yeah, so
0: super strange. Don't really understand what Cleveland or not Cleveland, what Columbus is up to there. But we really never know what Columbus is up to anyways. They hired Mike, Mike Babcock, like Yeah. That was um, a
1: weird state. But yeah, Chenikov got the call
0: up then. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. So But she was only he was only down to rehab from what uh, they were saying on the announcers last game. Interesting. So he had like a back injury or something. So he's he was out here rehabbing. And
0: yeah, from carrying this team. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jesus. I mean it is uh I mean he looks ready. Looks ready to
0: go up. So he does. So standouts in this game for me. Let's let's talk about him because I've we've uh beaten him down a little bit in this podcast before. This was Elmer's best game of the season by far. Um I thought he played extremely well. Him on a line with uh Lombardi, Lombardi and Mazer. Yeah. Seemed to add a little bit more pep into his step. What um, do you think
1: changed? Was it Mazer, or do you think it was just...
0: I don't know. I, maybe he's getting more comfortable with the teammates. I mean, these are all people he really didn't play with last year, too, if you think about it, everyone he's been playing with. But, or, you know, well, Mazer's healthy again. Loft's going to be back soon, hopefully. Sarnick will hopefully make his way back to Grand Rapids one of these days. One like, of these days. He's looking at this going, <laughs> where am I slotting into this lineup? Yep. Like, I've got to start performing. I'm assuming that's how he's looking at it. I hope that's how he's looking at it.
1: He finished with a plus one, one shot on that.
0: And the assist on Simon's Simon's goal. So, no, I I just wanted to call it out because I've mentioned him every podcast so far as being the invisible man, and he did well. I also thought Gattinger obviously, had a huge game for us. Uh, He's not a wizard. He is a wizard. I really appreciate his play style. Uh, And it's starting to show on the score sheet as well. Was he the one that got the last second goal that took us to overtime before? Last game? When the puck incident happened? I believe so. It was Guttinger. I thought it was Rafferty, but it was Guttinger. Yeah. So So he's had a nice little streak here. Yeah. uh, Carter Mazur, first game back, plus one, five shots
1: on net. How, yeah, how did, how did Carter play? He looked fine. Do you uh, think he's ready to be pulled up to the big leagues? No.
0: God, I saw somebody say that today. I think it was Grindline. Yeah, it was Grindline. Uh, <laughs> like, give me Mazer, and I really just want to be like, no. Uh, he needs time. He's definitely going to take a couple games to adjust in. I'll be really interested to see what he looks like tomorrow in Milwaukee. He probably needs uh, like But, I mean, he looked games. fine. He kept his pace yeah. was with everybody. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Dude, you know, he's fast, man. He he gets, he gets did, he didn't hesitate to get into the mix with anything. Um So, no, I I like seeing that. Uh, Berge obviously had a good game here. Simon obviously had a good game. Mr. Lombardi. Mr. Lombardi. Because you brought it up. (laughs) So, again, I didn't think he had a bad game. He was making really good moves across the ice. His speed continues to show. He's showing that he is a 200-foot player. Yeah. Kid needs to shoot the puck.
1: Yeah. There's so
0: many opportunities where he's near the net, in the slot. He just needs to throw it at the net. He has to. Once he starts doing that, he's going to blow up. Yeah. It's going to be great. I mean, he had the one assist. He was plus one, zero shots on net, though, and there was so many times where he had the puck in a position where he could fire one real quick. He thinks he's got more time and space than what he has. Yeah. He's, stick handling, incredible. Yep. Speed, incredible. When he puts those two together, he gets himself in so deep, and then all of a sudden he panics <laughs> and tries to pass it. So that's my only criticism there for him.
1: Do you think he's taking the same tra- trajectory? Trajectory? Tra- yeah. Uh, as Joe Valeno, when Valeno was here? Because Valeno came from Canadian Hockey League, and I didn't get to watch him when he was here in Grand Rapids. I wasn't following the team that deep. Do you think he kind of follows those same footsteps? I would say he's faster. I would say he's faster than Valeno. He's
0: significantly faster than Valeno. Um, he's probably one of the fastest people in the organization, let's be real. Yeah. Um, I, I put his speed right up there with Larkin's speed from a couple wow. years ago. Wow, I, I would, he's he's so That's fat, like he can break into the zone so well, but he comes in so quick and just gets too deep in
1: there, man. I don't know. Do you think he gets in there too fast and nobody's up there, like? With him. him, and he's like, "Uh, where is everybody?" <laughs> That's where I have the concern with Elmer being on his line so much lately, because
0: Elmer's speed hasn't really been there. Yeah, and he's so far behind. And then I see Lombardi get in deep into the slot, and then he passes it back out. And now we're all of a sudden, everyone's turning around. They're focused on the guy he just passed to. Now we're taking shots from the top of the circle instead of in deep where we should yeah. be. So he's just got to he's got to keep his head up a little bit more and get the puck on net. And if he figures that out, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna have a breakout couple games here. I have a feeling, and that's what he needs is a couple breakout games. We're seeing assists trickle in here and there. Yeah, we're seeing flashes of his speed and skill. We just need to start seeing a few more shots on net, and he'll be fine.
1: You think they should keep that lineup though of him, Mazer, and Elmer? I'd be
0: really, really interested to see a Lombardi cross. Yeah, I knew you were gonna. Say, I was literally. <laughs> I knew because that's where he was going, those going people with People who can keep his <laughs> yeah. up with him they've all got speed I mean cross had a really nice breakaway because of his speed in this but yeah i i could see that line working really well i could see him centering a bergrin
1: that would be nice to give him some of the there on the left
0: yeah, I could see him centering that. I I want to I want s- right, to so. see faceoff percentages. That's what I want to find. I can't find them anywhere in the AHL. If someone knows where I can find them, let me know. But I just want to see how he's doing in the faceoffs. Because I still think faceoffs are a struggle for this team. They're also a struggle for the Red Wings right now. Like everything we're suddenly, suddenly struggling with here, Detroit's struggling with as well. That's what I've noticed the past few games.
1: Maybe It's starting to feel like. I'm watching the same team. We well, that's good, mm-hmm. in, in a sense. Yeah, uh, I wish we'd have more wins than what we do.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I want to see. Um, Another player I wanted to talk about real quick before we jump into an ad break and then talk about the Milwaukee game is Marco Casper. Yeah. I think a lot of I've seen a lot of talk about, man, how can he be centering third line? Which, again, when the Griffins share the lines, I don't think they're in order of first, second, third, fourth line. I I really don't. They've shifted them around so much in that graphic. I'm not taking that uh, (laughs) legitimately. Yeah, But at the same time, like, I I don't argue Marco Casper being on a third line right now. He's had flashes of his skill show, but I'm really not seeing much from him right now.
1: I feel like he's like the grind line. Like he's like that that I don't want to say dirty player, but like that right. like Jonathan like like Franzin yeah, like the mule. Like he's gonna get down in the corners. He's gonna have like a he's gonna be streaky. I feel because we haven't seen anything from him yet. Three shots on that in that last game.
0: No, we keep seeing uh, Gettinger uh, center of the top line.
1: He's got 11 shots on that, one goal, four penalty minutes, which is, I mean, those came in the first two games. And again, again he's
0: not playing bad. I'm just not seeing... Like, we saw Marco Casper go straight to the NHL last year and play a game.
1: Yeah. Injured. I am now questioning that. And played... <laughs> Better in
0: that NHL game, I feel like, than we've seen him play so far, except for the game he got his goal in.
1: Do you think he's still dealing with the injury? It was a knee.
0: It was. I don't think he's still dealing with it, necessarily. Do you think he's nervous? Um, po- Possibly. Possibly. I don't think he's nervous. I still think he is trying to, to mesh with everybody else, though. Again, I see a lot of just our, our passing is getting better. It's t- I know a passing is going to take time, but there's just so many passes that are too far out in front of somebody, too far behind somebody, or we you know do this little drop pass and we think somebody's there, and now we're scrambling to get the puck because the other team's forecheck was good. And Casper's been one of the ones that I've seen a lot of that. I've seen more, more of that from Wallander. Like, he's been worse about that. But I, I just don't see stuff clicking yet for... For Casper, I really don't think he's found his role in this team yet. And when he does, it'll be fine. And who knows what that role will be. Is he going to be, you know, your your Tyler Bertuzzi-esque player? Or is that going to be reserved for Carter Mazur? Um, and I think that that's his role. Yeah. But.
1: Well, we might be able to just get Bertuzzi back.
0: Oh, my God. I've seen so much about that today. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, the Leafs are struggling. But. Yeah, I mean it's it says I don't I don't know. I'm trying to think of like the best centers on our team right now, like in order. And I mean Gettinger's been playing center. Let's let's point that out. Um and he's been fine at it. And again, I can't see face off stats, but if I'm just going by who's been playing the position better, I'm gonna have to say Gettinger, Lombardi, Casper Stevens.
1: Yeah. And you we have to like we talked about this on the last episode too, is we talked about it with Wallander. It's his first year on North American ice. Yeah, I mean it's the same with Casper, except for same. his
0: one, NA, one NHL game.
1: Right, which, he which you're going to have years. a little bit more pep in your step with that too. Yeah, for sure. You got a shot you're of talking. adrenaline going in. Exactly. <laughs> Playing for the Wings. So, so I mean, I I wouldn't be concerned yet. We saw the same thing with Simon last year. It took him a little bit of going to get going, and then around that December January is like really where he took off. Yeah. So, I I mean, it's a tad concerning because he's a first-round pick, but he's also, what, 19? He's young. Yeah. They'll figure it out. It's
0: going to take time. Again, I I know I said seven games is where I'd start going, oh, what's going on here? And, you know, it's too early to even do that. It it is. I don't want to be this, oh, my God, walleye are just lighting up Redding. Is that real? Yeah. I believe so. Jesus. It is now 4-1 to one with 2 minutes and 6 seconds left in the first for the walleye.
1: This might be a 12-13 goal game.
0: <laughs> they have found their offensive spark, let's just say that. it's good. Yes, it is. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I've got for this game. Another great game from Kosa. No no complaints there. Nothing that was like, oh my god, he did a couple big saves. But uh, again, another good game from him. Chet Greaves, good job. You out goalie dust big time. So I say it's probably time for an ad break.
1: Yeah, let's go to an ad break. You got any... Oh, Lions are off.
0: Lions are off. I'm too scared to bet on the Red Wings right now. Yeah, and uh, that's fair. I haven't dabbled into the AHL portion of uh, DraftKings yet, so on that note...
1: Well, we can probably bet that the next day we play Cleveland, will be in overtime.
0: That's a strong bet. <laughs> Odds are good there.
1: The NFL season is going strong and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet 5 on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly. On behalf of Boothill Casino and Resort, Licensee Partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, LA, 21 and older, age varies by jurisdiction, Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after Issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Alright, so Griffins play today? Tomorrow? Uh, one of the days. This should get posted
0: tonight, but I can't promise it's before midnight. So, this, yeah, they play today.
1: This is, a, this is a weird game for both teams. Right? Why? So, if you go to the Griffins website, mm-hmm. they don't have anything about this game. Except for that, they play them at Milwaukee on 11-4 at seven p.m. There's no game preview. There's no, no no nothing. You go to Milwaukee's website. They have they're celebrating military appreciation this Saturday. No game notes on Grand Rapids. Nothing. You think
0: that might come out tomorrow before the game.
1: Possibly, but it's I think but, that's when those usually come out. But the Griffins have already started showing their military appreciation. Well oh, yeah because they got to get people
0: in the auction bro. that's how they make money come on for next week yeah, yeah. and there's a giveaway so dibs at a red bucket there, it's reversible oh is it
1: it's white and blue
0: you <laughs> alcoholic <laughs> you non-alcoholic <laughs>
1: uh, yeah it's a uh, it's very odd that there's no like preview mm. or nothing so how to do some does work. the game even exist do we exist is anybody gonna watch it are birds real well, that's a whole other that's, <laughs> a, that's the bonus episode. But yeah, very weird. Very weird. So
0: Alright. So they play the Admirals. How are they doing this season so far? What do we got here? What what's what's the what's the gist of this game? What do we gotta watch out for? Who's their goalie? Is it still Askaroff?
1: It's still Askaroff. If we get
0: goalie two games in a row and we end up in a six game losing streak, I might not be as fun of a person to talk to on this podcast on
1: Sunday. So I feel like this is going to be a really exciting game. Why is that? Because they're very similar. Okay. We both
0: have six points.
1: Both have six points. (laughs) Uh, Milwaukee is currently tied for fourth with us and Rockford in the division. And they have 13 goals for, 12 goals against. It's okay. a very low scoring where we have 17 for and 22 against. So not great on that end for us.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, if you look at the teams that we've played recently, Cleveland suddenly 25 for, 22 against. Rockford suddenly is 24-16 against. Uh, the teams that we've played have decided to heat up uh, clearly. So.
1: Well, the one thing Milwaukee's good at is going to the penalty box. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, they... <laughs> They're like 8th in the league with the most amount of penalty points. It's 103 penalty minutes.
0: Holy crap. We only have 79. I thought we had way more based on how much credit. Oh, my God. Iowa, 142. Sorry. I know that's not who we're playing,
1: but good Lord. Are they leading the league? I believe so.
0: Good night. Uh, Um. (laughs) So, yeah,
1: they are not great about staying out of the box. The uh, spotlight players that I have are... Dennis Grunanov, he's a right wing. He's got two goals. He leads the team in assists, which is four. Six points, leads the team, and he's a plus three. And then the second player I have is Igor. And there's no way I'm going to be able to pronounce this guy's name. It's Afedasasayev. He's a left wing, three goals, leads the team. Zero assists, three points, and he's an even plus minus. Um...
0: I mean, you know, looking at that name in front of me right now, uh, you did an okay job, I think.
1: You want Yeah, you want to try? I'm it? not. Nope. Mm-mm. Defense side: Spencer Datsny. He's a defenseman. One goal, one assist, two points, plus four. He leads the team. And then Zach LaRuehu leads the team with 44 penalty minutes. Jesus! That, and he's also third in the team in scoring. Yeah. In goals. Well, second. He's tied.
0: Well, in in goals, not yeah.
1: points. 44 penalty minutes. He averages seven a game. Seven minutes a game. That's absolutely ridiculous. He's a rookie. Uh, I don't know much about him. Holy mother
0: that. of God. Okay.
1: And then your other guy to keep an eye on is Joaquim Kemmel. He was drafted last year, first round 17th pick. Or No, sorry, two years ago. Only played a handful of games last year. Mm-hmm. And he. Did really well in those. He played fourteen games, six goals, seven assists, thirteen points with a minus five, and twenty-one penalty minutes. This year, he has six games played, one goal, two assists, three points. He's a minus two though. But Milwaukee hasn't been great this year. So,
0: yeah, think... not what I predicted at all at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I was wrong. Um, Goalie wise, how are they looking so far this year? I know it's Askarov and then Grossneck.
1: Yeah, I Askarov's played four games. Uh, six goals against. He's posted a point nine three one save percentage, and a goals against is one point five. So pretty decent start. Yeah.
0: In four games, I would say in and Mil- uh, not Milwaukee. In Krosnick, two games,
1: five, five goals, games. goals
0: against, two point five four goals against average, and a .906 save percentage. Yeah, not uh
1: If, if they need a win, not bad, gonna, but they're going to put Askarov in.
0: Why do you think that?
1: Well, because he's won three out of his four games played. (laughs) Yeah. And Grossnick hasn't won a game yet.
0: But, like, do they play Friday? No. Oh, man. So, yeah, we are going to see Ascroft. Oh, no.
1: They play Thursday. They play Thursday.
0: They lost to Iowa 3-1. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to see Ascroft. Cool. Unfortunately. Well,
1: yeah, because they, yeah. Yeah.
0: We're yep. gonna see Askroff. Askroff and then I don't. know. So we'll see Askarov on there. And who are we gonna put out in there? In that, you think? Probably Do You think he goes back to back Games for the first time? Well, well not for the first time, but okay.
1: Yeah, I think they. I think they put Kosa back in. There's enough time in between. Yeah, well, plenty. So I think he's got enough rest. They'll probably put him in. And I think they're going to ride. I think this is where you start kind of seeing, like, he hasn't had a bad game yet. No. He's played well. He's saved a lot. I think it's I think it's his job now. I think he's
0: earning that. I, <laughs> I mean, saying- if he's
1: coming out of this,
0: this season earning the crease already, like, everyone who freaked out and said this was the worst pick of Steve Eiserman's GM career um I, I will take apologies in writing um, yeah, you yeah. can mail them straight to Nick's address Uh-oh. it's uh, nope. no. <laughs> there's definitely like I said before there's something special with this kid and he's figuring it out quicker than I think we all anticipated he would
1: Yeah. so
0: yeah I fully anticipate I think I agree with you he's going to get the start in this one
1: I mean if he gets shelled in the first period then yeah we got <laughs> <laughs> not,
0: if, 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 not what you thought I was going to say no but I swear to god um <laughs> Send help for my TV if uh, by the end of that period there's like 25 shots against in the first. Yeah. I mean, I think
1: Hutch is good, but that's no, not the future. No, Hutch is good. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, correct. It's that's, not the future. do not I future. Don't think
0: it's. I don't think it's the much long. I don't think it's here for much longer. Let's be real.
1: Hutchinson or the future? Uh, both.
0: No, <laughs> no, Hutchinson. I don't think he's here for much longer. I think we're you're going to start seeing the movement towards Alex Lyon here pretty quickly. Um, we're getting closer and closer to a conditioning stint for him, and I think we come out of that conditioning stint with him staying here. But I think the timeline's just about there. where yeah. Vassi should be back soon for Tampa. Goalies can start moving freely again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can release them.
0: But yeah, for this game, Kosa versus Askarov should be a fun matchup for all of us. So I
1: think I think he starts. I think. They they ride him uh, until it's back to back and then they put him, you know they put Hutch back in.
0: I'm here for that. I, I support that decision. Um, who are you looking to have a breakout game?
1: Ammo. Yeah, I'm always looking for ammo to have a breakout game. That's that that's my guy for this year. Um, I mean, I'm not going to pick the the European guys because they're just they just need that time. They need that time on the ice. They need that. Uh,
0: well, depending on what these forty-four minutes of penalties are for this one dude, um, I I can see Casper finding a role quickly in this game. Yeah, or you know, because I don't think Mazer's going to be jumping in, mixing it up too quickly. So if this guy's some, if he's out here trying to drop gloves and do all that stuff, obviously New Power and Shine have their role, but uh, I think you could see Casper getting a little 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 spicy in this game.
1: Yeah, that probably be uh that pair would be a good bet to put on for this one. Yeah. So the um and you know. Carter Carter had a good game with a plus one five shots last game, so I could see Carter uh, coming out hot. It, as long as they keep that line of him and him and uh, Ammo together, I think that could be a good spicy line.
0: Yeah, I think this is where you can, you can see Elmer and whoever else, like I said, Cross or whoever swapping and out there, um, it could get interesting.
1: And Simon's been on a hot streak too.
0: Simon's been playing really good hockey lately. I don't think we will see Albert Johansson. It sounds like he is out injured. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask. Yep. So he didn't play in the uh, Cleveland game. Uh, Bob mentioned injury, but they didn't give any details with it. Um, so we'll probably see him out in that one too. I'm assuming. Probably. Expect I don't think he made us. the road trip. Oh,
1: probably expect to see him in like March, but he'll really play in January.
0: Yeah, and I don't. I, <laughs> it, uh, God,
1: I hope not. Or December.
0: Um, then I don't think we'll see Lasperance back yet either. Oh yeah,
1: because he had some uh, had, family news. Yeah, they had
0: a second their second child, so congrats to them.
1: What do you what do you, you think you think the Griffins take this one?
0: God I hope so. I'm done with this losing streak already.
1: How many are what are we at? Five. We've got. We
0: won the home opener weekend. Yeah. We haven't won
1: since. We haven't won on the road.
0: Not gonna overreact. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I promise
0: uh that's it's not time not time i'm giving myself to the end of november to start freaking the f out
1: really yeah we were out of it so long in february last year yeah but we had had a
0: point where don't even start with me we had a (laughs) point where we started to come back leave me alone it's not even that it's other teams around us started to crap the bed yeah
1: and we're only third we're still in a playoff position
0: i know that because of us, Cleveland's now in a playoff position, too.
1: Well, you know, hopefully we get them <laughs> Not first. even in our division in their...
0: Never mind. Anyways, no, I, I think they got to find their spark. That's all I've been preaching for the last seven days now is something needs to spark this team. I think Mazer and Burgie being back will be that spark. A game against Milwaukee And Milwaukee is always a tough challenge for this team. Why? I don't know, it just seems to always work out that way. I mean, they've got good fans. They feel they're building up pretty well. Their fans are not quiet by any means. It's a pretty, it could be a hostile environment to play in, so.
1: I like their logo.
0: Their logo is cool, I'll give them that. But, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it, it's it's got to be a win. It has to be a win. I'll be quite upset if it's not.
1: Where's the panic meter? One to ten. Like, losing your losing your crap at ten.
0: I'd say I'm at a solid, like, five right now. Five? Yeah, I'm not, like, overly panicking because it's still very early in the season. But then there's that constant voice in the back of my head that goes, they missed the playoffs by one point, idiot, uh, last year. You know.
1: Yeah. I th- I feel we see it better compete with this team. There's more compete with this team than you saw last year.
0: Are you interviewing Ben Simon right now or what? Yeah.
1: Kay. I uh, I was gonna say fight, but you know the word compete just comes to mind. There,
0: come, uh, there, there definitely is more fight with this team. There's more grit to this team. Um, we're just going a little, to... maybe a little too much nah. in some cases because it seems like we're pissing off every referee that refs any game that we play in.
1: I mean, do you think Griff comes out with some cash next game at puck drop? He <laughs> like did last Dude, year. I forgot about that one.
0: <laughs> That'd be really funny. Um, you remember last season with the Red Wings where newsy got ejected yeah I need if if the officiating ever happens like it happened this past Wednesday I need Dan Watson to get ejected
1: what was waddy doing what was his I couldn't name? see because
0: it's a away video oh, yeah and you know how like when you're at LCA and like you're watching the game and something cool happens and they pop a replay up on the board right away. Yeah, Yeah, Cleveland does that too. Yeah, That's the feed you're getting. So you'll be like watching us break into the zone and you see a replay of something that happened on the other end and you're like,
1: no! I did want to bring that up. That is absolutely terrible and they need to change that and get rid of it. It's great if you're in the arena. I'm sure it is, but I'm watching at home and I'm trying to watch the video
0: board feed. That's all we can give. It's not like they're an actual network and if they were, their app probably wouldn't work for four straight games. Um, Valley oh, sports. sports, uh, but I hated that. I hated it watching drove me that. You know it what? That. I quickly remembered last year that Cleveland had the same thing. I know it's great. Like, I said that I wanted that in Grand Rapids on our video board. I want that if we ever get a center ice one that's big enough to see. Like, I would love to be able to glance up at the screen real quick after something happens and see a replay. Yeah, like some of those saves griefs is making, being able to see that in a quick replay. You're like, oh, awesome, but like when you're watching at home, yeah, that sucks. It's
1: terrible. Especially hard. when there's a minute left in the game and uh, we're oh, breaking God. into the zone and then all of a sudden we're watching the replay of something from previous. I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. Like, yeah. I what, what is going on? I'm going to miss the goal. Yep. So. I feel like I'm way more invested this year. <laughs> I can tell you are.
0: But yeah, I, back to what I was saying. Um, I, I wish I could have seen what Waddy was doing. I mean, Bob said it multiple times that he was definitely hot at that point in time. Bob or Dan? Bob said that Dan was
1: okay. Because I know Bob was.
0: Oh, but uh, we all know that Bob was. Yeah, I, I think if I ever see something like that again, if we're looking for that spark within the team, someone on that bench needs to start yelling.
1: You you don't think it would be Lashoff?
0: No, I don't think so. We've seen him argue with refs on the ice. It's not really. <laughs> he probably not much it, there. He probably
1: would carry more weight. He's played with these refs. He he knows. They're probably these like refs. this guy whining again. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. No,
0: I just want, again, I want to see a spark within this team. I don't know where it's got to come from. I'm hoping Mazer and Berge have the spark, but that's only temporary. Let's let's figure out who's going to spark. Everyone needs to find a little bit of a spark in their game.
1: You, you call for a whole team effort.
0: Whole, yeah, it needs to be a team effort. <laughs> we, we There's guys for- that you when you watch these games. Tell me you can't just sit there and go, wow, that guy is doing above and beyond what he's supposed to be doing, and everybody else is kind of just playing the game. Yeah. There's been multiple players that that's happening with. Yeah. Where I want to see everybody playing as hard as the one guy or two guys or five guys, whatever. Like Cross has been playing his heart out. Yep. Simon's been playing his heart out.
1: Yeah, Simon has. Been Didier's
0: great. playing his heart out.
1: I'm um, last game.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, Lombardi's playing his heart out. He's trying his best to find something. There's guys out there doing it. Costa Rafferty's doing it. Coast is doing it. Like. I need to see more from Stevens. I need to see more from Wallander. I need to see more from uh, Shine. I need to see more from Spezia. Like yeah, been, that, The fourth
1: line has been
0: quiet.
1: Spezia has been really quiet.
0: They all, all four, all three of them have down there because that would be Stevens as well. Yeah, that line has been silent. And what's been the biggest change of the Red Wings lately is that the, there's fourth line scoring. Yeah, there's fourth line going out there and making plays that are generating scoring chances. Clean Costin is going out there firing the puck at the net. Like Fisher is playing better than any of us thought he would. And I don't know, that's I just need to see the fourth line play more.
1: Give us that gr- give us that grind line.
0: Like that's what they were all last year. They were the energy line. There's nothing much missing from it. Like let's be real, the two pieces that created the most energy are still there. Yeah. And and Spezia, like, I don't know. I don't know. Need an offensive spark.
1: Got to get the goal scoring going. You know where we got it last year? Hmm. I'm also thinking a guy you haven't named yet today. He, one of your favorites, Mr. Riley. Sajak. Mr. Riley Sajak. He hasn't played every game, though. He, um, didn't, he
0: didn't play this game either. He was scratched again in this game. Yeah.
1: He, he gave them a spark last year, came out of nowhere, and just started putting the puck in the net. Yeah, so put the puck in the net. I'm hoping <laughs> they're like, "We're trying." We're not yelling "shoot" on the
0: power play over here. I promise. Uh, no, you know, granted, he didn't play in this last game because he just had a baby. But I need to see more lespie spark too.
1: Yeah, he was he, he, he was, was a leader
0: year. on this team last year and quiet. I mean, Herosi's even quieting down a little bit. Like, I don't know. Taro's always, th- yeah, always quiet. He's
1: always quiet. I mean, we can name the whole team here, but
0: again, like I said, I'm looking for a total team effort. Total team game, front to back.
1: Full 60 minutes to compete.
0: Or, or more. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Well, hopefully it's not going to overtime. We can't give up points right, like, to Milwaukee. They the had that what,
0: like 5-2 win the second game of the season. Because when we were at the home opener, it was close. It was a one-goal game. Yeah, We haven't seen... I don't think we've seen five goals scored in any other game but that one. No. So we had the, the offense has got to find – like scoring a goal in each period in this Cleveland game was fantastic. Can we get like a bonus goal in there somewhere too?
1: Maybe one in overtime. You know, that would <laughs> be nice too. But One extra one in the One shootout. that doesn't
0: let us go to overtime maybe. I don't know. Like it's weird because like pulling the goalie for us is working great. Yeah, I remember in Detroit it was not.
1: Yeah. Was it two years Every ago? Every time we
0: pulled the goalie this year, I feel like we're doing something.
1: And mate, you know what? We, what? Costa just needs to shoot. Oh my god. If we could get Costa to shoot more, I think we'd be on to something here, Brandon. <laughs> I just
0: wanna see <laughs> I just wanna see better passing and just more compete. More compete. More compete. More compete. That's all I want to see. Better passing, more compete.
1: It's one thing that Waddy wanted was he was excited for the road trips to bring the team together, and hopefully this one is a good one.
0: Yeah, I hope so too. I hope this game is much better. Um, I think it will be. I don't I don't think they continue playing the way they've been playing.
1: You think they took the ferry over, or do you think they took the bus?
0: Probably the bus. That's a long road trip. From Cleveland to there, yeah. Yeah. Or unless they stopped at home between... Probably. I would assume they did. But, yeah, that's that's what I've got on that. Let's hope for a win. We'll be covering it.
1: Or yep. I'll be covering You'll it. You'll be Me covering Flint. it. I'll be in Flint watching the Firebirds. The red-hot
0: Firebirds right now. Jesus.
1: They uh, just traded Ethan Hayes.
0: And they got better.
1: Yeah. Which, <laughs> I liked Ethan. I liked Everybody Hayes. there
0: did, but at the same time, like they're they're, they're playing extremely well right now.
1: And they play Missawaga. Mississauga. Mississauga. Yep, yeah, there you go. They play. They played Saginaw Friday, and then they turn around and play Flint Saturday. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a home and home for them. I guess so. Uh, but yeah, that should be an interesting. It'll be good to be in that part fun. and uh, have some fun. But the we got Toledo tonight, and Toledo tomorrow is their home opener. They're currently at four or two against Reading in the second period, and. Toledo's looked pretty good in this game while we've been recording.
0: Like I told you when I watched them in Kalamazoo, it's not like they were bad. They were playing a very good Kalamazoo team. Still obviously trying to find their identity on the ice, too, as they're all getting to know each other. And then they turn around their second game and blow them out 9-2. And the first period of this game scored four goals. So they I would say that they're figuring it out, and I think certain fans can stop sounding the alarm there. They're meshing. They sounded the alarm after game one, and I'm giving it two months for the Griffins. So,
1: Well, the other thing, too, I was thinking about this morning is the Watson kind of, they started kind of slow last year. Toledo so they, did. yeah, And then December, January is really where they picked up that 18-game win streak and started going on a roll. So that's why I'm not too super concerned yet for the Griffins. Their change the system, change of players, they've got a, a bunch of new players. So I think it's just, giving them that time to learn that system and mesh. And you see, like, Simon's playing really well because he played a lot of games in Detroit last year. They use the same system. Burgie, same thing. Like, yeah, s- same system in Detroit as you have here it's in It's just the tough art. with this
0: league. You have a lot more eyes on you as a coach in yeah. this league than you do in the ECHL. So if you start soft in the ECHL, no one really cares. And if you start soft here, you have a random podcast talking crap. <laughs> just kidding. We love you, Waddy. Um, but, yeah. So that, again... I'm not sounding the alarm. I know there's plenty to improve on, and they know there's plenty to improve on, and that's that's what it is. There, two games played. Yeah, again, they started off so much slower than everybody else. Everyone else is at six, seven, five games. games. Toledo's at two games played, so the standings really don't matter uh, for them because they're one and one. And you know, you've, yeah, it, it's crazy how many more games most people have played.
1: And one game is an overtime. It's an overtime loss. Yeah. So yeah, it's. Uh...
0: Oh yeah, so we're one zero oh, and one. Like
1: That's
0: crazy, yeah. And again, their schedule really picks up because they got what these two home games here, and then, like I said in our preseason previews, there's only four weekends if you don't count the all star weekend for the ECHL where the walleye are not playing at home. That's through good. The season there's at least one home game every weekend, except for four.
1: Jeez. That's so good. their
0: schedule gets pretty crazy here. Well, outside of that, before we keep getting too distracted by this walleye game here and talk for hours, I don't want to edit all that out. Uh, anything else you want to add this week, sir?
1: I want to see a whiteout for Friday's game. I want everybody to wear white. We need to be crazy. It needs to be energetic. It needs to. I need to feel something from the fans. We're wearing our snow camo jerseys. We should wear... The fans should all wear white.
0: I don't have a single
1: white jersey. What?
0: Out of any? No. No white jerseys at all? No. Out of any team I have a jersey for, I have zero white jerseys. I just realized that.
1: What are you doing? Do you want uh, a I one? I don't
0: trust myself around white. I got a Toledo white one. You do. You I, I, I legitimately... I'm thinking about this in my head. I literally do not have a single white jersey.
1: So I... <laughs> I'm like seeing your face and you're like hesitant about this message. And I'm like, no, this is a great idea, Brandon. We're wearing our jerseys.
0: Head, I'm looking through my closet through my head. I'm going, no.
1: Well, you better order something. The Flint one's. Oh, you Flint didn't, one's blue. You, you dummy. You know? Yeah. Uh, well, you got some time to order something white. let have a blue out now. No, no blue. Sense. That doesn't make sense. Uh, black. We're not wearing black jerseys. We're wearing our whites. So I think, you know. As fans, we deserve we, the team deserves us to be loud and crazy since we cost them the game the last last home game. So not we as Brandon and I, but it was you, you nine. I wasn't even there. I <laughs> How was at home watching from the comfort of my couch.
0: Better, safer place to watch. No, I I agree that something needs. Let's just be loud. Let's just have fun with it. I'll try to find something white. I'm closer down. Closer down? All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this one. I know it's not a Thursday episode. It's a Friday-slash-Saturday episode. Sorry. Uh, But thank you for your patience with us. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Thank you to the Hockey Podcast Network for being amazing hosts. And uh, thank you to the DraftKings for being awesome sponsors. Appreciate everyone. Have a great weekend. Go Griffins. Go Walleye. And, oh, yeah, go Red Wings, too. They play Boston tomorrow. So, everyone, have a great weekend.
1: It is the Winged Wheel podcast night tomorrow.
0: It is. So everyone that's going to that, have a good time. Everyone else, have a great weekend. And shout out to our Patreon uh, supporters, Randy Zick and... Michael Elsante. Sante. No, thanks everyone. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the HockeyTown West podcast. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at HockeyTownWPod.com. And your host, Nick at GR Hockey Guy, and Brandon at Brandon GR Hockey.